0: All right, let's go. It's Sunday Poor, first show of the week. Coming off a weekend of Sweet 16 action. I don't know if it actually lived up to the hype. Not a lot of great games. A few good games in there. Got a couple, at least one classic in there. Um, Other than that, we got one team in the Final Four as of now. Houston just took care of Oregon State in the first Elite Eight matchup of uh, the night. And uh, before the Arkansas-Baylor game, let's bring in... Cos cousin, my co-host, and how you doing today, my man? And congratulations on winning the first ever Ni- Sunday Poor NIT Bracket Challenge. And a tiebreaker. Well done, man. It's an honor. I think we have to name the award after you now. No, I don't think so.
1: I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, it's a jumping off point. We'll talk about it.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. It's noted. It's noted, and we'll talk about it in the off-season for sure. I think we should have after your brother for – for not having that tiebreaker at anywhere near what a college basketball score would be in 2021. Yeah, I didn't even watch the game. I
1: figured I had it with the tiebreaker. <laughs> I, I i was updating it on my phone here and there just to see what the score was. And, uh, you know, it's college. You don't take much for granted, but, yeah, they put up enough points.
0: Well, you had a 131, and he was somewhere in the low 80s, I think. So <laughs> it was really – Really embarrassing job. Really, you got to the final and just kind of choked it away. I mean, it was choked, you know, two weeks ago when he made the bracket. But, um, yeah, successful first venture into, NI, into the NIT bracket challenge. We'll keep it small. Yeah. Keep it small. Yeah, for you. Yeah, what, what do you care? No it, no complaints here, man. Did, Penny Hardaway. Thank did, you. Did everybody pay up? Or are, you, uh, are you whole at this point?
1: No, one am waiting on one person. Unbelievable.
0: All right. I'll well, we'll crack some heads later. <laughs> uh what else is is, the juice is running yeah absolutely clock is ticking uh so what's going on my man i haven't fucking really talked to you we talked on uh thursday thursday did our our 2009 we had some problems 2009 yanks some serious technical difficulties was uh yeah internet only gave me problem the whole weekend when i was doing the show so that's great uh what else has been going on man i don't
1: all right, uh, by the way, that show is, is it somewhere is it floating around somewhere?:
0: It should be out. I don't think so. I think it was you uploaded the wrong It wasn't the actual show.
1: It was this, the previous show, two previous shows. Uh, I really uh, wasn't that mad about it just because I feel like it wasn't that good of a show, so
0: oh, all right, all right. Yeah, I saw it went out. okay, I'll take a look at that. Get, I'll get it out. The Show itself right. was great, it was a technical. Was Go. it
1: well? It was you were breaking up every time you were talking, so I had to pretend to feed off your point, even though I couldn't understand.
0: That's what I do about 80% of the time, anyway, isn't it? So it's no.
1: true, that's most of the conversations I have.
0: Just <laughs> yeah, pretending yeah. to listen. Oh, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean.
1: I just feel yeah. like I can't get into a, a, a groove. Like, I hate wearing headphones to begin with. So, like, when I start getting feedback, it's like, eh, eh, and then it's like, ah,
0: fuck. Yeah, it sucks. Okay. All right. Well, shit. I thought, I thought it was out, just it sounded bad.
1: Well, no. I, sometimes I've thought the show sucked, and then I go back and listen, and it's good. And sometimes I think it's good, and I go back, and I'm like, yeah, it sucks. So, I mean, it, who knows?
0: Yeah, it is a fickle game, this uh, casting shit.
1: You don't know. You don't know. So that's why it's good to go back and give it a listen, even though it's painful.
0: Most of the time, I feel like I suck.
1: Yeah, no, I would say 80%. I yeah. think I suck, yeah.
0: And here we are. We keep coming back. Just keep slamming our heads into the with, with the fucking shovel. Definition <laughs> try, of insanity, man. Just trying you know? to get it right. Well, you know, we change it up, try some new things. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> are we, <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we any better, though? I don't know.
1: We'll so, uh, Saturday I applied for a passport.
0: Oh, all right. Do you have your passport? I think it needs to be updated, but I do have it. Yeah.
1: If I think if you let it lapse like a certain amount of time, you got to go through the whole process again.
0: No, oh, okay. Shit. Well, whatever. Where
1: have you been outside the country?
0: No, I just got it. I just got it. You just got, got it. it. Yeah. yeah.
1: See, that's, I, mean, I, yeah, I never really had, a, had an interest in leaving the country, so. So RG, you, I'm gonna go to oh yeah, I'm gonna go to Aruba in September.
0: All right, there you go.
1: So that's not quite leaving the country. You don't have to worry about wandering off the reservation there.
0: All right. I have no idea Aruba. I, I assume you just got to stay in whatever the uh, the um, resort you're staying on. It.
1: Yeah, I've heard you could you could wander safely. That's why I hate like going to these resorts. It's like yeah, if you wander a mile that way, the cartel is gonna slit your throat. It's like fuck, man. I don't want to. Do I really want to be that close to where, like, if I wander, you know, two blocks to Atlanta, I'm going to get killed? And I've seen enough <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries where, like, those are the ones that used to scare me the most, man. People down in, like, Mexico on spring break, they're never – they, like, get into a car and they're never seen from again. Too much Robert Stack in the back of my head,
0: you know? Yeah, I don't, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a fair warning. You should be thanking Robert Stack, really, for living your life a certain way. You know where the trouble spots are. Thanks to Robert Stack. Right. Yeah. The the, you,
1: the idea of a all inclusive though is cool though like the free booze and
0: food for a week.
1: Well, free and if you want everything
0: you paid up front. But I mean the way you drink it'll be basically free.
1: Right, you have to a certain it's all inclusive is made for a certain type of person. And that's probably me. Yeah, if
0: you're, if you're going down there and drinking like two beers a day over like a week you're doing something wrong. Yeah, if
1: you're a glutton, it's perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, you know, if you drink it all day at pool, beach, then it's, then it's your thing. I've never done it. I just assumed that I would enjoy it. Um, but that, was not, that wasn't anything I was really looking to get into. Um, what, I wanted, what I wanted to get into was how often do you go to the post office?
0: Uh, I'm going to say uh, three times a year, tops, maximum three times a year. Do they seem – do the employees there seem like they're a little depressed?
1: Like they'd want to be anywhere else but there?
0: I'd even, I'd even go with angry, some of them. Just not happy. <laughs> like you're doing something wrong by going to the post office, asking them to do what they're you know, paid to do. They, yeah. do they don't seem very happy, no. Yep, and they, and they also expect you to know everything that you're supposed to be doing. Like I would, if I could do everything on my own, I wouldn't be here. You know, I'm not asking you to hold my hand, but you know, give me a little guidance. Like, I know what to do. I know what the process is, but you know, I don't, I don't go and buy. You know, I don't know if I have to buy the box here. or Can you box? Flying? I don't know all the fucking rules. I don't know if you can, yeah. you know, if you have to check into the thing or whatever. But what was your experience? What, what, what did, you, did you go with the next day with like uh, some baked goods and some warm cocoa to cheer them up?
1: We, yeah, we actually had a pretty good guy that helped us out. It was just a vibe I got from a couple of the other people that worked there. I think we got lucky with the guy we had, Mm -hmm. but I just felt like the term going postal, is that like from the post office, someone snapping?
0: Yeah, I think it was the idea of like a postman kind of losing his shit and shooting people.
1: I feel like bankers, like people that are tellers in a bank and post office employees, those are people that I'm very nice to because I feel like at any time they could snap. Because they hate their jobs.
0: Live lot of it has to do with the customers, I would assume. Right. It's a conveyor belt of
1: assholes at
0: yeah. like just nothing against. It.
1: It's just anytime you're dealing with people like different people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like a conve- like a conve- like I said a conveyor belt of fuckheads. Yep. It's just it's it's tough to deal with. I mean, it's just and I can't blame them. So like, that's why I try and like not I don't want to inconvenience these people at all. Because maybe I'm not being the biggest pain in the ass, but they may be carrying something from like two customers ago and they're gonna just take it out on me.
0: Yeah, you're, you're gonna tilt the scales. Yep. Yep. For sure. You're doing That's the right just thing. The,
1: man. Just the vibe I got when I was in there. I was like, oh man, these people are fucking miserable.
0: <laughs> uh how's the it was Saturday? Was it busy, the post office? We we had
1: an appointment. What? But well, for the passport, you got to make an appointment.
0: <laughs> I've never heard they of took, like a- They
1: take you in a back room. You got to have the application. You got to have a photo. I had to go to AAA and get a picture taken. Uh, you know, you got to have a, you got to pay by check, uh, birth certificate, copy hmm. of your license, like it's all a whole fucking production getting your passport. See, I don't remember it at all. It's been so long. Yeah, and he like walked us through everything. Like he's like a staple and shit together. This is gonna cost you this. And so we actually w- were lucky with the guy we had. Uh, but yeah, just just and we we did get lucky too because there was a line of people by the time we left. It had to be like ten deep. And sure. I even joked around. I'm like, it's not gonna be that busy, right? The post like I never go to the post office. Almost never. Yeah. When I moved, I had to you know put in my forwarding address. Mm-hmm. You know, if I have to if I have to mail something big, like in a box, maybe go there. But other than that, I don't really go. Mm-hmm. Apparently people are going to the post office a lot though.
0: On a Saturday, no less. Well, well wait a second, we had an appointment though, so we care about the line. I think we still probably would have had to I don't know if we would I don't know. We
1: got lucky because we got there and there was like one person in front of us. Right. But like it 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 uh it clogged up real quick.
0: Yeah, there really is no place to go in the post office. To be like, yeah, I have an appointment. You just have to wait until the first available person, and then. And I feel like
1: that—that's enough to set people off. Then, that might be enough cutting the line right there. It could cause a
0: <laughs> commotion. Well, it pissed me off if I had an appointment and then I had to wait in line to tell somebody I had an appointment, and like ten minutes later, you're like, ten minutes late for your appointment because you had to wait behind all those all the all the dregs of society that go to the post office. <laughs> There's
1: some dregs there. We had we had a ten thirty appointment and we actually made uh, we got there at ten. The ten fifteen had to wait a little bit, so we did skip the line a little bit.
0: hey, but early, right, you know? early is on time. That's right, and on time is late. Tom Coughlin, yeah, late is unacceptable. Right. That was I so. Was, I was preached that when I was pledging. Kind of <laughs> stuck. That
1: that exact motto.
0: That exact motto. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So then sa- Saturday night, right, I go out uh, to this Italian joint night fairly, fairly nice place. you know what I mean? a mm-hmm. uh, little bit upper upper scale, but not no, nothing crazy. Uh, i don't know if it's I've been out with like with COVID in the last year I've gone out to dinner a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I was really bothered by
0: society (laughs) Uh, i'm not buying this first time thing but okay go on
1: first time in the last year where i was really like bothered by what i
0: was seeing just like in a restaurant situation or like overall restaurant situation okay okay this is more believable all
1: right yeah first issue first issue with this place and i've been to this place a couple times i you know hadn't been in a couple years maybe it was. I felt like it was filled with the absolute worst kind of Italians. Oh no! Just a just a vibe. Something. I don't know, man. And I I have a, like the fifty and older Italian from the town I grew up in, just fucking like fake tough guy. And I'm not saying I. I'm ashamed of where I came from, but. Just, I don't need to be in a room full of these people. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was, like, ridiculous. Like, you know, the, like, the Calvoni, like, can't keep their hands off each other. Italians fucking hugging and kissing and shit during COVID. What the fuck, man? Like, you're sh- like showing off.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, look at me. I don't care what's going on. Yeah. I, I got Maybe. Yeah, exactly. It was that look- kind of vibe I like got they like to they like to be seen for whatever reason yep it's like That's, the
1: assholes who think like they could have been paulie walnuts and the Sopranos. Okay. it's like you can't even fucking read yeah. you're going to be paulie walnuts
0: I'm not sure paulie walnuts could but yeah it's uh he had something perro <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah I'm, try, I'm trying to piece together this like the worst kind of town cuz there's a lot of there's a lot of bad quality. <laughs> yeah. To go into the worst kind of Italian as part of it, like being ju- uh, like trying to make yourself the center of an attention for like your own personal play. Like people, the people who like to announce that, like an Italian restaurant, like oh, I'm Italian. Like that's you know I don't you know me I don't mind if you say like if you say mozzarella like it's, you know I prefer you say mozzarella instead of mozzarella. But I don't want mozzarella. You, <laughs> but I don't want you to be like yeah. Well, in my house we said mozzarella and like doing like the fingers and like yeah you know, act, you know doing like the whole yeah. accent bullshit like come on all right we got you're
1: this. a caricature
0: yeah you really you're of playing. an italian yeah exactly exactly yeah
1: and then like the attire too bothers me that some of these people is the way they dress <laughs> oh no track
0: suits at a fancy restaurant was it wasn't uh not tracks track suits but Dung- like dungarees.
1: Yeah, I mean, I had a pair of dark jeans on, so maybe I'm maybe I'm guilty of it too. But I had dress, I had, you know, dress shoes on and a collared shirt, though. Mm. Also, mm. Uh, and like I feel bad because like this happens a lot. Maybe see, I'm already calling bullshit on being. This is the first time being bothered at a restaurant, but like my poor wife, whenever we're out and she's, she'll be talking. I only catch half of what she says because I'm people watching. And she'll call me out like mid-sentence. She'll be like, what are you looking at? And I'm, just, and I'm just like, this fucking guy over here is wearing skinny jeans and sneakers. I can't take my eyes off of it. He's got fucking like a V-neck and white. Like, I love white sneakers. They have no business in like a nice fucking place like this. Like, I can't, I can't take my eyes off of it. And then she'll go, I'm like, all right, I'm here now. And then it's like, as soon as she goes back, I'll start drifting again. I'll start drifting again. There's another asshole that walks in. It's, it's, like, it was, it's like they were just sending people in, like, to troll me. <laughs> They're sending people in. And I was taking it personally because they were my people. They were, you know, they were Italian. So I'm, like, sitting there, like, look at this. It's look like,
0: at this. It's like, the, it's like hell's version of this is your life. and It's bringing in, like, the absolute worst people that you've ever met asshole after asshole and like you know this guy from uh he he spit he spit next to you at, at uh i don't know like outside some some restaurant and almost hit you yeah. you know this this guy he wears uh he wears basketball shorts and high socks to go to get uh drinks and dinner with his friends like, he, yeah there's the worst people coming in this is your life exactly
1: Oh, I was just looking around like, man, this is probably why people hate Italians. I've, like, uh, this, is the, this is the room right here. I,
0: <laughs> wow, it's bad news, man. You are in it. It's not good. I know. Good. Right? I know. I, I've actually thought a lot about what you said about Patino. I don't know if it was on the show or just, you know, when talking outside the show. But yeah. you, had, you had said, like, all these coaches now, though, they're wearing – there's, they're wearing casual stuff to wear like a pullover and uh, you know whatever and, that, and then there's Patino just to the night <laughs> of course to and it made me so fucking proud that he's Italian and so and just so like you know it, it, it's worth it to go the extra step I, there's a, there's in 10-15 years from now there's not gonna be any coaches wearing suits but patino will always still have them, classy enough to wear the suits out there and then you know go out to dinner look nice go the extra mile you know maybe even in your own life maybe move past the dark jeans put on some nice <laughs> <you know. laughs> but that been, they
1: would have they would have thrown me out if i was wearing dress pants yeah, in this place. Oh, oh, oh. Jesus.
0: well you know that's it and i just uh i yeah I've, I've gone back to that thought a few times since you said it and that is included here Cause it's in, life, Tino. in life it's in life too. It's in life too. You see, in life, every, everything's fucking casual. We've had this conversation, but when you go out, you can't wear sweatpants. You got to wear jeans. You know, you, certainly you have to just look a certain way, and you can't, uh, you can't look at yourself seriously if you're going to a fucking if you're going grocery shopping a Saturday afternoon at two o'clock. You can't look at yourself seriously if you're wearing. Sweatpants. pajama pants. Oh, the pajama pants. Pajama
1: pants is the absolute worst.
0: Kill, it kills me if I go any place and see pajama pants. I'm like, you just couldn't fucking put a pair of pants on this morning. Are you wearing bombs, pajama pants and slippers, and you're out running errands. So, come on. Just put a pair of pants on. A little pride. A little pride. You have the jeans on the floor from last night. Just pull them back on. You can be the same pair. That's what you. I do.
1: I don't put on a clean pair of jeans to go grow. You just put whatever I wore last night.
0: Jeans are a thousand times more comfortable the second day anyway. Everybody knows that.
1: Oh, of course, man.
0: The first, of course. first, first day loosen the, them up. Yeah, first day of the wash, you're okay, and you, you break them in a little bit. But it's the, it's the second day is the sweet spot, and then you got to start monitoring smell. At some point, you gotta, you gotta go. But yeah, that's
1: Aaron jeans. The second yeah. day are Aaron jeans. The first day are like you know going out somewhere.
0: Perfect. Yes, you said it, man. Perfect. All right, yeah. good. good, good. We got,
1: to, we got to coin that Aaron jeans.
0: There you go. There you go. Know, they're the jeans that you wore out last yesterday. Perfect. <laughs> right. Can't be seen. In them. Can't go out again in them. But you can do your shit in them. Good.
1: Right. 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 You're not yeah. going to go anywhere nice in them. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Just energy. to run run a few errands.
0: Yeah. You'd be. I mean, you would. You would not be surprised. I was going to say you would be surprised. You would not be surprised how many parents wear what like wear the uh, pajama pants that drop their kids off at of school. I'm like. You're embarrassed. They get out of the car? Yeah. Walk their kids uh, to the door. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was going to make a case if they stayed in the car, but walking your kid to the...
0: If you're if you're in the car, I can't tell. I can't judge you. So, yeah, that's fine with me. Walking your kid to the door. No. You look like an asshole. To, to all the other parents, to teachers, you look like an asshole. And to your
1: kid one day. They'll remember.
0: No. At some probably point. Not. Probably not. Because probably their kids are going to grow up. They're going to be wearing... Sweat. John, God I think it's damn so it. Tough. I know. You're
1: right. God damn it.
0: I'm not teaching them the right way. I Fucking trickle down, man. Yeah, just a little self-respect. That's all we're asking here. Not too much to ask, I don't think. It's a conveyor belt,
1: man. <laughs> it's conveyor seven. belt oh, assholes. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's what, that's how it works. <laughs> it's life from, one work. genera- from one generation to the next. <laughs>
0: the world keeps turning.
1: Good job. That's, that's always <laughs> but it's bothered me way more than sweatpants too
0: uh yeah because sweatpants you can kind of get away with like um going to the gym or something you know what I mean like I can kind of understand if it's an athletic type sweatpants you know what I mean like it's not you could Maddie. look at
1: someone and, yeah you could look at someone and be like ah they probably just got done working out or something that's yeah. alright pajama pants are for sleeping yes lounging <laughs> around the house in the On morning pajamas yeah all right. Well, you can't be that you can't be that comfortable in public. No. It's way too comfortable.
0: Look, if you if you can't be you know, you're not telling me Roberto's not you telling me Rick Pitino is not comfortable. There's no way that dude is not comfortable out there. He's got
1: class though. Some people are just comfortable being classy. Like he would be so uncomfortable in pajama pants. He probably no. doesn't even wear them. His pajama pants are probably tailor made, bro.
0: Oh, Dazzer's—he's got Armani—he's got Armani pajama pants uh, that—that takes like six months for him to get them sent to him.
1: He's got better pajamas than Hugh Hefner. If I know Patino,
0: yeah, yeah, man, he's got better pajamas than I have suits. So, yeah,
1: (laughs) his pajamas probably cost more than your suits. Yeah, (laughs)
0: guaranteed, guaranteed. (laughs) Even if they are just sweatpants, it's almost guaranteed that. I didn't know. Oh yeah, for sure. Was this is this is where you wanted to go with those uh, Rick Patino sleepwear?
1: Yep. Nice. We wow. we got we got there. You landed the. Yeah, plane.
0: I I fell right into your trap. <laughs> oh yeah. man! Yeah, the world keeps spinning. There's more assholes coming. And what what is what do you think that is with the everybody getting more comfortable? Is it like like now? People talk about back in the day, you'd wear a suit on an airplane, and you, you see, look at like old ball games. You've got people wearing suits to a ball game, like suits and those hats and shit. Yeah. And, and now, like I'm fine, you know, I'm fine getting over. We're wearing the jeans and wearing a button down, and or even like jeans and a t-shirt, you know, for a game or even on the airplane and shit. But like, how does it get? How does is it just that slippery slope where everybody's wearing suits you know, hundred years ago? And then all of a sudden they invent jeans, and everybody's like, "Well, if we're gonna like get com- that comfortable, let's let's take it to the next step, and let's wear sweatpants, and let's wear pajama pants, and let's just fucking act like we are, aren't the entire world is our house." Is it just? Is, is it just that we gave like an inch? And it took yeah, I out. think it's just
1: one of. The, I think it's just one of those things where it just gets this, things get just more and more lax, and there's no end in sight.
0: No coming back from it, right. There's no way this comes back.
1: Oh no. Are you kidding me? No way!
0: Can you imagine that? Like, imagine we try to start a movement. but like, all right, let's be a little more classy. It's wear, let's wear, wear a shirt and a tie for, even you know, for for things where people used to wear a shirt and tie for. Let's start wearing a shirt and tie for shit. I don't know, like Christmas Eve or East, like Easter's coming up. We'll do, you know, get get dressed up for those like important holidays, Thanksgiving. Um, you know, maybe not. You're not gonna see suits on an airplane. But you think we start if we started a movement, we would get laughed out of the building in about ten minutes, right?
1: Yeah, because you'd be. They would call you. Uh, I don't even know what they would say. They would say <laughs> like you're going. would say like you're going backwards. You know what I mean? You're trying to make things like it used to be instead of looking forward. When all you're trying to do is just bring a little class.
0: That's it. You just want to be a little little class. Little class that's all. And in this, this conveyor belt of assholes, is just going to spit on my ideas and spit on my class. Fuck it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't need to bring it back to suits, but and we—I mean, I, we probably get more dressed up for, say, like a Christmas Eve than a lot of people do.
0: Oh, you probably—it's probably true. Yeah, it's not like right—we're not going in suit stuff, but it's, we're not going yeah that casual. Pair of
1: dress pants and a sweater—that's yeah, you know, yep. I would say that gets lost on a lot of people. I don't, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people are getting that dressed up for something like that.
0: That's true you're You're probably right about that, It's for a lot of people that that are very casual on on the holidays like that, but and I'm sure there's a lot
1: of old timers that try and bring back the suits around this time, uh
0: you know for holidays
1: and stuff, but uh you know we're we're somewhere in the middle.
0: Easter was always like you you always wore your best on Easter. I don't know why that's that, Is that was. right I always remember having to put a suit on on Easter like when I was a little kid, and i and not as much as I get older. I guess I would had to work a button-down and pants. But, uh, I mean, going to, the, going to church, everybody's dressed in their best. I mean, a lot of the ladies have hats on, wearing whatever – <laughs> That was an Easter fit.
1: thing, hats? Yeah, Easter sounds hats. Right. Yeah. sounds and, right. Sounds uh, right.
0: And I assume it's still kind of a thing to drive by a church one of these Easter's to see, but – Time for when they're walking out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, just interesting yeah. the attire yeah it's checking out what you guys are wearing. um yeah I don't know if it's still the same though I'm curious to see how many I bet I would bet that more women do it but I bet the guys are just like I'm not putting a fucking suit on a lot of guys don't care anymore stop caring as soon as they got married they stop caring I think
1: oh yeah that's yeah that's that's one of my least favorite uh types of men guy who stops caring when he's married
0: yeah you still got to look, look good for your lady, man. Look good for yourself. <laughs> yeah, number one, first and foremost, you can't, you can't love your wife if you can't, if, if you, if you can't love yourself first. Absolutely Jesus, right. aren't you a
1: little vain? I mean, jeez. Forget pride. about yeah. <laughs> it. Little, little, little pride, little vain. I mean, jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying you got to go out there and try to look like Brad Pitt, but make an effort. Yeah. I mean, A little yeah. hustle. You
0: oh, have to do 300 push ups a day or anything like that. No, but no, yeah. no. Yeah, but you know, just put something nice on once in a while, please. Get a little spritz with the cologne if you got it, if you like that stuff. Not really likes the sense, but, but you know, just yeah, look a little nice. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Do the world a favor. Yeah. Do your kids a favor. Yeah, nothing wrong with looking presentable. No, no. Not at the post office, though. Nobody at the post Shh. office. How many pajama pants I wanted at the post office that day?
1: Uh, I was trying not to make eye contact with anyone at the post
0: office. That would piss me off too. That's another reason those people probably get pissed off because they get up nice and early to get ready for work. They put on their uniform or this whatever they wear. They, if they work at a bank, they put on a suit, whatever it is. And then these schmucks come in, pissed, and the customers maybe even more pissed off of the world than uh, than the employees there. And they come yeah. in wearing junky outfits looking like dirt, complaining, giving them shit for whatever reason. You know, stamps cost how much? I don't know what the fuck they complain about. Yeah, like, this <laughs> some asshole in in these ripped Quinpiac fucking pajama pants is going to give me shit? Couldn't even fucking brush their teeth this morning? Right. Yeah, I'd fucking go postal too.
1: Dressed like they got nowhere to be?
0: Yeah. This is my. That's what,
1: that's what sets them off.
0: I don't go to your place of business dressed in my, in my uh, sleep gear.
1: No? Right. Yeah. Right. You shouldn't look like you rolled out of bed. If you're no. coming into my place of employment.
0: Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. So another, another hey, look, another reason we sympathize with uh, the post office workers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel, I feel it. I feel their pain. <laughs> Emp- empathize. I empathize with them.
0: That's a rare, it's a, and, a, and that's a rare uh, emotion for you. So uh, we're, getting it is someplace. Rare, yeah. we're getting someplace. That's great. You always say that the podcast is like therapy. And uh, see, look, this is making progress. You're growing. You're maturing right here before our very eyes. It's a
1: beautiful breakthrough. breakthrough. <laughs> it, really,
0: breakthrough. it really is. It really is. Empathy because you just understand how big a- assholes exist in this society. It's really yeah. yeah. You just feel bad well, that's where most of my
1: them. empathy comes from. Is like having to see people deal with assholes. I'm like, ah, I get it.
0: I get it. Having to see people deal with people. Yeah.
1: Yes. There it is.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: uh, yeah. So I can't. I can't remember an elite eight that had this many lopsided spreads.
0: It was bad, right? Like I thought. Like just looking at it. I just. It felt like it wasn't. There's not a lot of good games, but. I know sometimes we talk about duds in the early parts of uh the tournament this year, but this was yeah, there was only two really two good games, right? Arkansas and Or Roberts, and then UCLA last night.
1: Yeah, I hate I hated the uh Sweet Sixteen standalone games. Hated it. Gotta go back to the old format you, next year.
0: Yeah, you called it. Yeah, you did call it. That might I mean that's yeah, they they have the uh the gyms, like the limited gyms, like that might have something to do with it. And they were like, this it might just make it easier for the gyms to get ready. And, you know, well, I think it was because it was on
1: a, it was on a weekend, Saturday, yeah. and Sunday, it's easier just to stack the games throughout the day and make them all standalone. It's just, you're sitting there in a blowout, you know, Gonzaga yesterday, three 30, you're ready to turn the game off. Next game doesn't start till five. You got to wait an hour and a half. It's like, what the fuck? It sucks. Yeah. Then Florida, Michigan state ends up sucking. It's just, yeah, I mean it's it's you know you run the risk in college basketball this happening. Teams aren't great, um, but yeah, I, you got to go back to the old format next year. Uh, Thursday, Friday, stack the games two at a time. You have to.
0: Yeah. Regional
1: finals like Elite Eight games deserve to be standalone. Obviously, Final Four, yeah. uh, but Sweet Sixteen, you could you could have a lot of overlap. Nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, you called it. You called it a week ago. You're absolutely right, it came – your, uh... Yeah, the
1: first re- the first couple rounds I didn't have a problem with the way they did it. The Friday Monday, that, mm. that was fine. That was cool having all the games on a Saturday. Mm. But yeah, Sweet Sixteen, you gotta even if they kept the Friday to Monday, mm. I would have, pick it back up on Thursday and and do it how you normally do it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess with travel next year, it's going to be different. But uh,
0: yeah. Well, let's go – I mean, we just go, we'll we go right down the games and see if we have anything we got to say about them. The first game was Oregon State-Loyola-Chicago. Oregon State's already been eliminated. They eliminated earlier tonight by Houston. Uh, but Oregon State did us all the big favor of getting Loyola-Chicago out of there. I'm so glad they're gone. Um, I think anything uh, of this game of note you want to mention? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean
1: Oregon State, unbelievable run. Came up short tonight against Houston. They fought all the way back from 17 down at the half. Um,
0: there was times in this in this game tonight where they just – they looked completely outmatched. They looked like sometimes Houston had six guys on the court. I mean, they they got every offensive rebound. They played defense oh. great. They only scored 17 first-half points. And uh, really, they looked overmatched. For them to come back in the second half is really something. That was uh, amazing. And, and, you know, you're, you're at that point, you're rooting for a 12 to get there. And you're, you're – you want to see him complete the comeback, but uh, no such luck.
1: Yeah, they spent all their energy, um, you know, coming back, finally tying it at 55, and then they just ran out of gas. They missed a ton of free throws, which is, like, the story of the tournament. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. every team, you know what I mean? They shoot themselves out of the game, whether it's at the free throw line, the three-point line. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, it, you can't get mad. I mean, they were a 12 seed. What are you going to do? But – uh. Yeah, this came up a little short. Yeah, Houston's just big athletic team. They're physical. Killed them on the glass. Oh, my God. Every loose ball, every offensive. At one point, they were even, I think, in defensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. But the offensive rebounds were like – I think they out offensive rebounded by like 13 or 14, like something crazy.
0: My, they were, and that's the
1: difference in the game right there, rebounding and free throw. That's yeah,
0: they were routinely getting three opportunities, on, you know, to score. Every time down the – every every time down the court.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, next game, uh, Villanova-Baylor. Baylor's playing right now. 11-point um, win for Baylor. Uh, I, I think what, what I just take away from this is that uh, I think Villanova, as long as Jay Wright is there, they're going to be a team that you have to take seriously no matter what their situation is in March. I, I think we kind of did. But even before the tournament started this year, we you know we said you know sometimes disappointing teams come out of the Big East. You know you have high hopes for them. This was wasn't the Big East year. If Villanova's there and Jay Wright's coaching, I think you got to you got to take them seriously from from here on out. I think that's that's really all there is to, to that. Uh, Baylor looks great. Um, I mean, again have a game on here. I haven't really been watching too closely, but uh, Baylor. Baylor's run continues into the Elite Eight after taking care of Nova.
1: Yeah, Villanova's a game team. Baylor just great second half. Villanova wasn't that good, and Baylor actually for once in the NCAA tournament showed you something. That's it.
0: Game after that was Oral Roberts and Arkansas. Oral Roberts gave Arkansas everything they could handle. Uh, Arkansas came down to the very end and uh, took it 72-70.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch see the first half of that game, but Arkansas just every one of these fucking games, they just they come out with their heads up their asses. Again, right now they're down 15 to three. It's like they they refuse to start a game fast. I feel like at least in the first three matchups in the in the tournament, uh, they're playing lesser teams, especially Colgate and Oral Roberts. I feel like they can get two points whenever they want. Arkansas is at their best when the game's chaotic. They want to go fast attack the hoop. They're not a great shooting team. They like when the game's out of control and they can attack, you know, attack the hoop, which will create some open shots. Uh, I mean, I don't know. The the one thing I, my the one thing I was going to hang my hat on cuz I'm invested in Arkansas right now, I need them is mm-hmm. they haven't played their A game yet. Oh, all it takes is one night. All it takes is one night where every shot goes in. And, obviously, they come out and they're down 15-3. So, there goes that logic. I mean, from this point forward, maybe they play their A game. I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's just – yeah, it's a little frustrating because it feels like in all these games they've had to turn it on late. But, I mean, I don't know. If you go down 15 points to Baylor, not going to be as easy to turn it on. And
0: then uh, the last game of Saturday was Syracuse-Houston. Houston did it a big favor of getting rid of this – Fucking annoying ass Syracuse team. Um, yeah, not a game. Not yeah, they beat the zone. Beat up, beat down the zone. Yeah. Yes. Turns out the zone could be beat. Who knew? This <laughs> has to be the second weekend. Apparently,
1: that's it. Yeah.
0: All right. First game yesterday. You mentioned it, Gonzaga uh, dismantling Creighton. It was. Uh, yeah. This, this game I listened to. This, this game I listened to on the radio for the most part, and it was just. It was. It got out of hand quick. It was only yeah, ten I mean, points Cr- at half, but
1: Crane hung around. They're, they were scrappy. I thought they'd be scrappy. I thought they'd be able to keep it within the number. They just can't score enough. Creighton. Zagorowski is really good. Their junior, they're, you know, is their leader. He's really good. It's just they have a bunch of other guys who are senior, you know, veteran guys who just can't make a shot. They, yeah, they can't make it. They're they're good players. They just can't make an
0: open jump shot well, kind of part of being a good player not that good well
1: i mean they i mean they do other they do other things you know what i mean zagarowski is the guy who's gonna have to lead them it's just yeah. the other guys man just cannot score in a big spot or any spot forget about big spot any spot
0: yeah they they even mentioned on the, on the radio that when he was out of the game like the number the over the over under number just was ugly and he was out they i think they didn't score for a few few minutes at a time when he wasn't playing so yeah. yeah, and then Gonzaga yeah, walks
1: into the elite eight, which is what we figured they would do. We, we, they weren't going to get tested to the elite eight, which uh, you know we'll see if that actually happens.
0: Uh, yeah, um, Michigan took care of Florida State in the next game. Again, this was a game where I mean it, it was on, but I was just like I had no reason to tune into it because it never looked like there was any anything happening. So um, didn't bother to really watch this one at all. Michigan took care of business pretty pretty easily. Looks like.
1: Yeah, can't trust Florida State ever. Ever. And fucking fuck, is fuck, a huge spider. Huge the- fucking spider.
0: Oh, can we, let's see, what do we got?
1: I don't know. I'm afraid to like let them. This is fucking enormous.
0: Oh, nice. We got live action. What kind of spider we got here? You see it yet? No, it can't be that fucking big. What's going on? All right. So Ant's got his camera on. He's showing me the foot of his coffee table in his studio here. You see it yet? No, nope. Is it on the coffee table or is it on the floor?
1: It's on the floor.
0: got have spiders in your house, man. They kill all the other bugs. Oh, shit. That's a moth. Not that spider. Kill it. If you have anything, burn it and then flush it. Oh, man. I'm I think that's. Was that thing? thing Harry? Want- is it Harry too?
1: This I don't gonna know.
0: Make, this thing's to make a big crunch. Oh, is it's a, a solid crunch. crunch.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> gross.
0: <laughs> the, si- the silence. I wonder the spider one. I don't hear it anymore.
1: <laughs> Arachnophobia. Right, yes,
0: yeah, so you guys, Goodman.
1: I'm not. I'm not one to be scared of spiders, but that was fucking.
0: That was you too gotta, big. Sometimes you gotta exterminate. That's all. No, you didn't run. No, nah, you, you can't. I am curious to go back and listen to what your act, your, your reaction was, knowing that it was a spider.
1: Oh, you want to see how? Like, freaked yeah, I got, out I got. It, got yeah, I got the,
0: it wasn't bad. I was. I would have realized it was that bad, but I am. Guess do want to hear it though. <laughs>
1: I mean, he came. He came strutting into the
0: room, man. <laughs> like Are he owned f- the
1: place. I had to stop him in his tracks.
0: He have a very pleasant voice, apparently, and he he heard you about your new found empathy and thought he might have a friend. And then he uh, crushed. Not him. today,
1: not today, Spider.
0: What'd you what'd you, Spider, Spider? What what'd you crush him with? My notes. <laughs> wow,
1: had to well, sacrifice my notes.
0: That's fair. No, let's go off book from here on out. Um,
1: what we talk about? For, oh, you can't trust Florida State. Leonard Hamilton just can't trust Florida State ever.
0: Right. Well, we were moving on to. Uh, your, your main man, Mick Cronin. Mick, yeah. Uh, That's actually the last remaining championship team in – or the most recent championship team in uh, – remaining in March Madness is UCLA. It's the last is time. that true? Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah.
1: Um, no. Yeah, you're right, yep. Wow.
0: Yep, so the 11 seed takes care of Alabama – uh, forces overtime, takes care of business. But the big story you mentioned that earlier was free throws. Alabama misses 14 free throws, 20 or 11. 11 for 25, yeah. It was ugly, yeah. Missed 14 Terrible. free throws. Um, they
1: gave us the shot of the tournament, though, that game so far.
0: Yeah, closed out Hinkle Fieldhouse. Right, for, I think that's the last game in Hinkle for uh, tournament. Um, they got, oh, is it? That was it? They got a classic. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. And, um, yeah, it's uh, – UCLA is your underdog team. That's that's the last team it. left. Yeah,
1: Oregon State's out. It's, there's only one team left to uh, fulfill my prophecy of eight or higher. It's UCLA. That's all I got.
0: UCLA, who you buried on this program. Buried them. While they're still playing their – first four game, <laughs> they were down like five points with a minute and a half to go
1: now they're in the elite eight
0: they That's haven't crazy. stopped and they haven't stopped since yeah it's amazing they played overtime
1: that night they played overtime bama last night who else did they beat i mean abilene christian was a layup byu you had to beat them for the scheduling purposes elite eight i don't know i kind of want to take them with the points now getting seven seven and a half i do Might have to. Yeah.
0: Might be. And, I
1: mean, that kid who hit the three, too. I remember watching Bama in the regular season liking that kid. Mm -hmm. Reese, he's a senior. I didn't even realize that was the only shot he hit. He was one for two from the field yesterday. And that was it. Um, And then, I mean, to hit that shot and then get your doors blown off in OT. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I I I don't know. You got to give credit to UCLA. Mick Cronin. I was never a fan of his, but he's on an unreal run. First ever elite eight, and uh, practice your free throws. Cause that would be my, uh, what I would take away from that game.
0: And it's just nice to see a basketball school take out a football school. That's all.
1: Bas, yes, basketball school took out the took out the football school for sure. If you just if you just bet the game based on that, you would have
0: made some money. Oh man, we'll start thinking like that from now on.
1: Yeah, simple,
0: simplified this. <laughs> yeah, we'll go over first twelve. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, and the last game of the weekend was Oregon-USC, uh, USC hammering the Ducks. Um, Hammered them
1: in the regular season, too. That was 2-0. Oh. I don't want to make excuses for Oregon, but tough having to play a conference team. Conference opponent is a different animal in March. Fair. Yep. I remember uh, in 2011 when all the Big East teams made it to Kemba year. I think it was like 11 Big East teams. Mm-hmm. UConn had to play Cincy in the second round. And, like, I remember them asking Kemba after the, after the fact, like, we didn't want to see a Big East team in yeah, the second they, round. Yeah,
0: and all your tricks. Yeah, they've, they've been there. They've been in the trenches with you. They know everything you got. So
1: Right. I, I don't know if it favors the underdog necessarily, but there's no – like you said, there's no – there's nothing you're going to do that's going to shock them. Yeah. They've seen you in the regular season. This is just going to be a dogfight conference game like anything else whereas like iowa when they played oregon seems like a little shell-shocked mm-hmm. by oregon like wow this team's athletic this team's fast yeah. Um, yeah also in that tournament by the way in the 2011 tournament Beheim bitched and moaned after they lost to marquette in the second round <laughs> when he complained when he says something it's bitching and moaning because they lost you know what i mean lost, you yeah. can you can complain if you win you can be like yeah we didn't really want to play a big east team but we went out there and beat them Hey, don't complain if you lose the big East is great that year, you know what are you going to do? I mean, they were playing second round games because there was too many teams, yeah,
0: yeah. in the tournament
1: <laughs> like yeah, you couldn't space them all out
0: yep yeah what well, all all they did was just uh was make Bayham wait to get eliminated he just he'll get eliminated much later, that's all or a week a week later, like he did this Ooh. year because he caught a couple of teams by surprise, Bayheim
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know. he's fucking uh. <laughs> Noxious man. All right. It was so, nice to see Buddy Buddy Beheim miss a few shots too.
0: Yeah, always nice.
1: Especially after I saw the video online of him with uh, Carmelo Anthony.
0: Oh, I didn't see that.
1: From when he was like a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was nauseating.
0: <laughs> well, we already talked about Houston, Oregon State, Baylor, Arkansas are in it right now. Um,
1: yeah, Arkansas is doing the usual thing where they like ass in the first half i don't know how they're going to come back against this baylor team though this is an embarrassing effort so far
0: by the way uconn women got bailed out tonight i heard i
1: heard it was a bad foul call or a non-foul call
0: oh yeah she got hacked and no call it was brutal And and the girl they fouled had made at least four free throws in a row she was on fire just everything was bottom of the net um I think she would. I think she would have made both. I mean, who knows? But gotta call. You gotta call that foul. They just. They the, the refs just. Uh, moment was too big for them. because you know those like last second type plays. What was know, the them,
1: score at the time?
0: They were down one. They were down Ooh, one.
1: Down one. That's a tough one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you know, you like to let play a little bit. And, you know, last play of the game, you don't, you don't want to decide the game if you're the ref, but you also have to pull the trigger when the call's there. And that was, that was a bad miss call.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, you want a wild stat? I do. Wild stat. So Andy Enfield, right, the coach of USC, do you remember where he got his start? I do not. Remember the, the 15 seed from a few years ago, the Dunk City team, Florida Gulf Coast?
0: Oh, yeah, beat Georgetown, yeah.
1: Beat Georgetown, and they beat oh, yeah. someone else. Went to they were, they were the first team until Oral Roberts, uh, a 15 seed to get to a Sweet 16. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had their run in the Sweet 16, and then immediately after that, USC hired him. This is his third trip with USC to the tournament. Okay. He's played in 10 NCAA tournament games, 10 no against the spread.
0: Oh, okay. So there you go. Taking them against the Zags tomorrow. Getting nine
1: tomorrow against oh, like Gonzaga.
0: No brainer. <laughs> no brainer. Too or, easy.
1: or is this stat going to be made too public now?
0: I mean, our audience isn't that big.
1: No, but I'm saying this – I've seen this stat. All right. <laughs> yeah, is, it, are too many people going to know about this? I mean,
0: 10-0 is 10-0.
1: And,
0: and Gonzaga's a team that, I don't know, Gonzaga just – I feel like they're always beating people by 10, 15 points, though, so.
1: I know. I feel like I kind of like Gonzaga, even after that stat. I do like USC, though. I, I, this is a team that – I think USC – see, this is the problem. USC could give Gonzaga a game it's still win by 10.
0: Yeah.
1: And Gonzaga scores. USC is a team that could score. They make shots. They're athletic. Like Creighton isn't any of those things.
0: I think you're taking both underdogs tomorrow.
1: No, I think I, I think I'm leaning towards Gonzaga, UCLA.
0: Yeah, I think i would go both underdogs. You go both
1: dogs, USC, I think both so. Pac-12. I mean, the Pac-12's a big game. It's hard to bet against them right now. Mm. And if, and if you're – I mean, this
0: is just Arkansas, unbelievable.
1: Embarrassing themselves.
0: Holy oh, shit. There's still eight – there's just nine minutes left. <laughs> 33 points. Uh, that's not great. Yeah, Baylor's just putting up a ton of points.
1: Yeah, Arkansas just got to chip away. Attack the hoop, chip away. Play uh, defense. You can't give up that many points. I know Arkansas doesn't play much defense, but Jesus. Um. So, I mean, if whoever, hang, whoever wins this game right now, it looks like Baylor, this is going to be the first game on Saturday. Okay. Because, I mean, the, the second game, the, the primetime spot is going to go to Zaga or Michigan or UCLA. Those are all big teams. Yeah. Zaga, Zaga Michigan would be a great game only because Zaga's been the best team all year. Michigan. At their peak, in my mind, looked like the best team, so it would kind of be like the two best teams all year, mm-hmm. even though Michigan's not at full strength.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if we're looking at, like, storylines, UCLA-Gonzaga, it's, pr- it's pretty good. It's, think about this. It's David versus Goliath, only the roles are kind of reversed.
0: Yeah. Yep. The, the ori- original
1: Goliath, yeah. ucla playing the original David slash Cinderella Gonzaga. Yeah,
0: yeah that's a good point. I, As a,
1: that, I don't yeah. know if that would produce the best game necessarily. Maybe Gonzaga Michigan produces a better game, but
0: I mean if you say they beats Michigan, who would you say that I could give Gonzaga a
1: game. True. It is so I guess on, it, I on it. paper, on paper Michigan Gonzaga has more juice. And it's so the final Republican.
0: it's the final four. Anything to happen in the final four.
1: No, I know. I'm not one of these people who gets uh, wrapped up in like, ah, oh, I don't want upsets and this and that. It's like I just I'm a, I let the chips fall where they may. Whatever the game is, the game is. You want to yeah. give me or if Oregon State had made the final four, great, love it.
0: Yeah, it was I can't, awesome. yeah, I
1: can't root against that.
0: No, I want to see that. I I would love to see an 11 or 12 seed win outright one year. It'd be amazing.
1: Yeah, who's the highest seed to ever? Is it Villanova eight seed? With the highest it would have to be all right?
0: I don't I think it. so. Yeah.
1: All right, Arkansas is looking like awake on offense now. So maybe if they can get a couple stops. All
0: right, man. I always
1: say I always say in these games first half when the game looks like it's getting away from you, just get it to under 10. Yeah. At halftime and you got a shot.
0: Yeah, you're in the game.
1: You're in yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not quite a coin flip game, but it's it's just about anybody's game if it's under 10.
0: Yeah, they just, and also you get a, you get a couple of stops, you, get, you make a couple of baskets, and you're just, the confidence starts coming back a little bit. And it doesn't seem insurmountable when you look up at uh, the scoreboard.
1: Right. You, you, you got to have a short memory. It doesn't matter yeah. what happened to that point. If you're down like six, right. it's like, who gives a shit what happened to this yeah. point? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. So tomorrow night, we'll be taping. We'll do uh, do some baseball stuff. I'm not sure if we're going to release that right away. Just because I'll let this one breathe a little bit, um, but tomorrow night we tape and we'll have the final four set as we're going. Just about, yeah. Just about, and uh, then we'll also come back on Saturday post game the final four. Oh and yeah. Then we'll talk about the final. We'll talk about the final four games. Talk about the finals, and uh, get you ready for Monday night. Then, uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll decide. We'll figure out what we're going to do. Also, Thursday opening day, Yankee baseball, all of baseball. Um,
1: Aaron Judge is feeling better.
0: Yes, thank goodness. Just under the weather.
1: They had a call press conference to make sure he was taking his uh, Tylenol.
0: <laughs> yeah, his NyQuil or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why it's always got to be a big to-do. Every Every injury is a fucking travesty with this team. Um, anyway, I mean, Vo- Voight's out until like June. We're already missing Britain. What
1: did, what does Voight have a knee?
0: Oh he's having surgery though today. So I don't know what it is. These fucking guys are pussies. <laughs> what? These are weightlifting injuries. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know what Voight's injury was. Yeah. A knee could definitely be a weightlifting injury. Squats. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. I really, I really don't get it. Uh, you just, I, 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 don't. You, you have all, you have all this knowledge, all this, all this information about the human body, and what kind of, what, what it can take, and how to keep it healthy. Like, how does Tom Brady stay healthy all the time? How does like LeBron? I mean, he he plays football. He, I know LeBron's hurt now, but for the, for a twenty-something-year career, the guy's hardly ever hurt. Like it's a Jeter, hardly. I mean, he was hurt twice for extended periods of time. And they were on-field injuries. Like one was an ankle, he snapped on the field. One was a shoulder, he ran to third base. Right. It was like two
1: gruesome injuries to get yeah. Jeter off the field. You yeah. Know? I, I, don't, I,
0: don't, I don't understand how these guys keep getting hurt and missing extended periods of time. Oblique. If I, I swear to God, if a Yankee misses three months with, a, with, a, with an oblique injury this year, I'm going to lose my shit. i mean, oh, I do it every Aaron
1: year. Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks will be the first. Oh. We should play that oblique bingo.
0: Ob- oblingo. Oblique
1: <laughs> <laughs> who's going to be the first oblique guy this year.
0: Unbelievable. And I just don't understand how they don't know how to, how to protect themselves against this stuff. Now we have so much knowledge about how to take care of the human body, especially for an athlete. And you have all these people just, that are paid money to, to look over these huge, uh, I don't know, huge investments of teams. Yeah. Like, There's a ton of money in these teams. How do you not know how to keep your best guys healthy?
1: It's got, it's got to be the weightlifting thing because if you look at players from years ago, like, I mean, did Keith Hernandez get hurt very often? Like, Keith Hernandez doesn't look like a guy who really picked up a weight. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, a lot of these guys in the 80s weren't, uh, you know, in the best of shape, mm-hmm. I would say. You know, I mean, they weren't, like, overweight or sloppy or anything. They just didn't, like, they just looked like regular guys walking mm. down the street and. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what to make of it. Uh, I I could blame the weightlifting. I mean, I I, you know, I'm not against weightlifting. I, I lift a couple of times a week.
0: But I mean, you can't be you can't be doing
1: it at the expense of playing the game. I mean, Jesus.
0: Yeah, you should. You shouldn't push, You shouldn't try and push it. The problem in the weight room, like these days, is everybody's trying to like outdo this guy. Show you how much I can lift. It's not
1: Noah Syndergaard. It's not and his career hasn't been the same since he came in, Jack.
0: It's not, it's not lifting for the purpose. It's lifting to lift. And if you're, like, lifting just to stay a certain, you know, uh, level of strength, not to, like, okay, well, I'm going to put up 450, this, then I'm going to put up 470 next week. I You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: that's too much. No, you, can't, you can't do that.
0: Just, just lift to stay lean, to stay strong. You know, you're going to hit.
1: Baseball is a lean sport, especially if you're a pitcher. Like, yeah. You're at your best if you're lean. Like, pitchers should never be lifting too much. You know what I mean, oh. look at a guy like Clemens, right? Like Clemens lifted, but Clemens was all lower body.
0: Oh, like yeah. Clemens
1: never—you're never, never going to confuse Clemens with a Mr. Olympian guy. He was like a Clemens was pretty pudgy, but like yeah. he did what he had to do to stay on the field, Clemens, right. which keep, is you know roids. But
0: keep your. He also, tr- he
1: also had a good workout regimen too.
0: Yeah, a lot of those a lot of those guys—they had they had reputations for being good workout guys.
1: <laughs> and yeah, then, and you find <laughs> out what
0: well, they're also you know doing that, but. Clemson,
1: I actually believe, like, worked out like a maniac because he just seemed oh, yeah. like a,
0: a complete weirdo. Oh, yeah, he absolutely like did. He absolutely did. And he always talked about it, the importance of his lower body strength for for getting his uh, getting behind his fastball. And yeah. it's 100% true. That's all your, all your uh, power pitching comes from your legs. So you have to – Nolan Ryan would tell you the same thing, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, Another guy who
1: wasn't, you know. Jacked by uh, 2021 standards, but pitched for 25 years or whatever.
0: I mean, look, I mean, all you gotta do is look at Pedro Martinez, the guy who was a twig and one of the most dominant pitchers of an era. The Grom, the Grom, is very sinewy, just, lank- just lanky. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I hate
1: Syndergaard, man.
0: <laughs> I can't stand Syndergaard. When he came in,
1: Jack, I knew it, man. this is your pitcher's not supposed to be built like that.
0: Yeah, and your body can only take so much. Torque and movement at certain speeds. And if your, if your muscles are too much for your bones and your frame, it's going to fuck shit up. So That's why these guys keep getting hurt. As yeah, they, just, they, they just test out their joints and their muscles and their bones too, too much and, and they snap. That's it.
1: Can't take it.
0: No, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. And it's not thinking It's not thinking about yourself really in the long term. You get a contract. It's not thinking about your team. Uh, it's just thinking, all right, I'm going to fucking ripped. It's no, no, no strategy behind it. It's stupid.
1: All right. Uh, agreed. Agreed.
0: That's why I was uh, encouraged when Judge was doing yoga.
1: Oh, that's right. You said you was doing
0: yoga. Right. We'll see, see if it pays. DJ LeMayhew,
1: guy who's, never, who's not ripped, always stays on yeah. the field.
0: Yep. He's lean. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Cecil Fielder, that guy never missed a game.
1: No, I can't remember. I, always there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, if, if you're, if you're a little bit thinner, not as bulky and an injury might, you get hurt. The injury might not be as bad because you don't have as much power behind it. Yeah. Like I could see a guy straining his abdominal muscles, but that has become an oblique injury. Is because you're just, you have too much power behind it.
1: You got muscles where they're not supposed to be muscles.
0: Right. Yeah. So I can see yourself getting strained. I can see like Paul O'Neill straining something in there after a particularly hard swing. Yeah. Like a day to rest or whatever. I'm sure it would be up the next day, but, you know, maybe you need a day or two to kind of, you know, just uh, heal, feel better. But, uh, you know, these guys swing too hard. They hurt an oblique. They're out for two months. It's crazy.
1: Paul O'Neal played in 99 playoffs with a cracked rib. Yeah. No one's playing with a cracked rib today.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> you know why? Because O'Neal's swing couldn't really do much more damage to it. But a guy swings now, it's going to, like, shove the rib into his heart.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, fatality. Like, Mortal yeah. combat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... All right, well, that's all I got for tonight, man. You got anything else you want to? Uh, no, nope, that's to wrap
1: it. No, nope. just gonna get uh, watch Arkansas season go down in flames here. No comeback is on. It is. It's. It's. They. They haven't quite stabilized the game yet, but they, you know they got to get some stops. Giving up way too many, way too many points.
0: It's all right. Thirteen. They're within striking distance of your number for halftime.
1: They are, but it could be could go the other way too. Could be twenty at the half. This possession, it's, it's how you finish halves that are
0: important. This possession, quarters a and halves. There you go. They needed that the possession. He has a bad shot. As good defense, bad shot. Here come the Razorbacks. No, Spring.
1: that's a bad shot. Oh, oh he splash. it. Splash,
0: and it's a ten-point game with three minutes left. I don't think Baylor around, scored man. when I said it was nine minutes. I don't think Baylor scored since then. Yeah, no, definitely, minutes. they have. I think, no, they had 44 points, I think, when I said that. If they've scored, no more than four points that they score because it was in the 40s.
1: You just got to get Baylor to a point in the second half where they remember their Baylor. Like, Nova almost had him. Nova almost had him at that. I left for dinner Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Nova was up like six, maybe. Nothing, you know, not too big of a lead. By the time I got settled at dinner and checked my phone, they were – down 11 and nova had scored like six points since i left my house so baylor baylor could be had it's just uh arkansas has to wake up man they they the problem is they've started every game like this and now you're going up against a much better team than colgate you know a little bit different
0: this just might be their uh their personality
1: Is think Odin Odenkirk doing this movie where he's like Jason Bourne.
0: Bring it on, man. Let's see what he's got. I like open open. out party. Oh, yeah. Who does what? I heard they started taping the last season of Better Call Saul.
1: That's what I heard.
0: That's really all I care about. But I'll watch this in the meantime.
1: Sure. Why
0: not? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen any Odenkirk movies outside of uh, – Breaking Bad and Saul. and for a guy that I love, it's I think I just love him in those roles. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen anything else.
1: What, what, what else did he really do? He was on SNL for a little bit, right? Or was he a writer on SNL? He, or was he? A- he was a writer,
0: I think. Yeah, he did like his own like comedy show. I don't know if it was his own, but he did like comedy show with like. Uh, yeah, the That guy, the guy from News Radio, Dave something. Dave Foley. Dave Foley. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I did a comedy show with him, but a bunch of other funny guys. Yeah. I don't know. He said a hell of a career. Just one day I'll catch up with it. Oh, yeah, you got time. <laughs> Thanks. All right. I'll wrap it up for Sunday Poor, We got a hell of a career, too. To uh, <laughs> keep building on, keep getting better, keep coming back, keep grinding it out. Are we any better than we were a year ago when we started? Maybe. Maybe not. I think so. I think so. Maybe, just maybe a little bit better. But uh, we'll keep trying. Come back again and uh, try to get a little bit better next time. Until then, thanks for listening to Sunday Poor. As always, appreciate having you along for the ride. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Man, I am pissed I put out the wrong fucking show last Friday. No, I <laughs> it was.
1: <laughs> Baylor is shooting 60%. I believe that's what 18 for 30
0: is. That's pretty good math off the uh, – Yeah. i good, good
1: with numbers when they aren't working in my favor. And this is right. this is Arkansas's pace if they if you wanna if you wanna keep a positive.
0: <laughs> if you have to. You got it. They're, we're within ten. Another- I fell over his own fucking feet. What do you want to do with this show? Do you want me to put out the Yankee show right now, or should I hold off on this one?
1: I would say you got to put this one out since we're talking about current stuff, right?
0: Yeah. I was, was going to say put them out simultaneously or put out. Uh, all right. Yeah. I'll put this one out now. Monday show goes out Monday, Tuesday show. We could put out Thursday. Cause it's going to be all baseball stuff, right? Yeah, that's fine. And then I could put out the Yankees on Wednesday. Let this one breathe for a couple of days. All right. So we'll get out some new episodes for him. perfect. Uh, all
1: right. It works. Sounds like a plan.
0: Yes, sir. What do you got going on uh, this week? Anything? anything they can um, share on air or no.
1: No, I'm just uh, getting the dog soon.
0: Oh, nice. All right, cool.
1: And um, I don't know, I'm off Friday, so I don't know what I'm doing Thursday night. <laughs> I'd be right. going out, so getting get these shows, getting these shows in the can now.
0: Perfect. Well hey plus I mean, we got
1: plus we got a Saturday night, big Saturday night show.
0: Yeah. If you need to do an emergency one on Thursday for whatever reason, let me know. I'll be happy to jump on with you. Whatever you yeah. whatever whatever madness you're getting yourself into. <laughs> you just have to record, let me know.
1: Well, I absolutely will. Uh, Scott Drew's getting a little
0: upset. (laughs) Remind them they're Baylor. That's the name of it.
1: Remind them they're Baylor. That's what you got to do. You got to do it. You got to do it.
0: (laughs) All right. Let me get this guy out. All right. I'll talk to you, all right? See you.